Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. All right, you hear it weekends on the Fan Rochester, part of the BetQL Network and our Odyssey Sports Sister Station, 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. Always love catching up with our buddy Chris Mack as we get ready for Super Wildcard Weekend and a Bills-Steelers matchup coming up here uh, on Sunday afternoon at 1. And Chris, I was saying before we went to break how both of these teams feel very, very similar in terms of what their seasons were like with two main differences. One, the Bills have a quarterback. And two, the Steelers play in a much tougher division than the AFC East. How are you, buddy? Great. How are you guys doing? Uh, wait, wait. Here's the first question everybody's talking about down here today. Is this thing going to get moved, like day, time, or even place? That's what everybody's – there's there's all kind of rumblings down here. Uh, yeah, today. I saw that report from KDKA, and, and let me explain. Here is what <laughs> Do you – I need to walk down the hall and, and talk some sense into some people? Here's, here's what you need to know about <laughs> – here's what – so are you familiar with Lake Effect Snow, Chris? Oh, yeah. I have enough friends that have lived in Erie enough to know exactly how that works. Yeah, so the way it works is which direction is the wind going to blow? Because you will recall maybe there was a game against the Colts a year ago, and I was at that Mm -hmm. game, and nobody predicted anything that day. And all of a sudden, holy cow, it's a blizzard here. Funny part was, that's in Orchard Park, and I'm driving back, and by the time I got up to Buffalo, the 190 split, nothing. Barely any snow on the ground. So that's why this talk about advanced state of the emergency. What are you talking about? There's no like storm system coming through. It's just the wind where it blows. So what I would say, Chris, is and again, I'm not a meteorologist, but Mm -hmm. I'm listening to people that are. yeah, it, it, it like that could be something that you could have a game like the Colts. <laughs> that that's what right. could happen. But as far as moving it to Cleveland in advance, um, I, we much. we haven't heard anything like that. Yeah, well, and, and I think there is a good reason, you know, to talk about the weather in so much as if we are going to have 25, 30 mile an hour winds and gusts up around 40, 45, regardless of what direction they're headed in. 
then that's obviously, I think that's a great neutralizer in this case. For sure. Um, and I think, you know, you've got two big-armed quarterbacks. Obviously, Josh Allen a little more talented than Mason Rudolph. But um, both of them, I think, can cut through the wind if they have to. But you've also got two offenses that have kind of learned to lean on the run game in important moments the second half of the season. So if the weather does present a problem, does it necessarily get either either team more off track than the other, you know? Yeah, it's funny, too, um, just comparing these two teams. I, I was thinking to myself – when the Bills were kind of struggling offensively here the last couple of weeks uh, before the Miami game, that that the Bills' offense then was starting to look a lot like it did earlier in the season when Ken Dorsey was still the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I know that you've probably felt the same way at times after the firing of Matt Canada in Pittsburgh, where this the, the offense really for Pittsburgh hasn't looked sharp until until it was Mason Rudolph back there. Yeah, you know, there were moments in the last couple of weeks with Matt Canada where they started to lean into the run game. Uh, Their first uh, game against Cincinnati where they beat the Bengals was, I believe, Matt Canada's next-to-last game. And that was you know, leaning into the run game and they did that with Pickett and they were, they were trying to do it, I think, at the beginning of that Arizona game as well and it was working until Pickett got hurt. So really it was... I think, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. but when we look back on this season, it'll be, man, if only Mitch Trubisky hadn't played in those three games sure. that you were supposed to win against Arizona, New England, and Indy, if you win just two of those things, you're talking about a team that's not headed to Buffalo this weekend. Maybe they're headed to Houston. Maybe, you know, maybe they're battling with Baltimore down the stretch for a division title. They might not have caught them, but still, nonetheless, I think that's that's the the big sort of 2020 hindsight moment for this year is, man, what if they go immediately to Rudolph instead of to Mitch Trubisky for those games against Arizona, New England, uh, and Indianapolis? Hey, Chris, uh, where are you at with the job that Tomlin did this year? Because without really having the guy at quarterback to get to the postseason, Mm -hmm. I think that's a fine job. But I read things online uh, from Steeler fans, unhappy that it took so long with Canada and playing down to competition. What right now does the Steeler Nation think of Mike Tomlin, the job he did? You know, I I think most people look at it and say, yeah, you know what? You got a team without exactly a stacked quarterback position to a playoff spot, right? You kept the non-losing season streak intact. And there's something to be said for that. There's also something to be said for the fact that Steeler fans, and I mean this in the best way possible about every single one of us, we're a bit spoiled. We expect a little bit more. We expect more than to go to the playoffs uh, and lose. We, and this team has not had a playoff victory in now going on seven seasons. So that's something that people need to see. And there is highly likely we won't see it Sunday against the Bills. Um, people need to see this team improve to the point where they're winning in playoff games again. Um, and so people look at Mike Tomlin, I think, look, there's a, a certain percentage of the fan base that's never liked Mike Tomlin for various reasons that are completely those fans' problems. Um, I will say intelligent people, I think, are still somewhat frustrated with Mike Tomlin because some of these issues were of his own doing. You know, I brought up Mitch Trubisky, and when you look at it, Mitch Trubisky is only the number two quarterback behind Kenny Pickett because they decided to go out and sign Mitch Trubisky and install him as the number two a couple years ago. If they go into that offseason instead giving Mason Rudolph the opportunity to prove himself as a starter, let Kenny Pickett have his redshirt year, and don't waste any money on Mitch Trubisky, 
We're talking about a completely different scenario probably coming into last season and then again this season. Who knows? Maybe Mason Rudolph would have gone on his way and uh, Kenny Pickett would be a solid, more solid starter with more uh, experience watching from the sideline. We can't predict all that, but what we can tell you is those two and a half, three games where Mitch Trubisky was a quarterback were enough to take this team from being maybe a top wild card to barely scraping in on the final week of the season. And those decisions are made by Mike Tomlin. I was going to just ask you, Chris, that, that, you know, that mismanagement of the quarterback position, how much of that do you put on Tomlin? And if you're Mike Tomlin and you know that you're being criticized for some of these moves, rightfully so, uh, and you're hearing the chatter, you're hearing the noise, and you know that there are fans, a, a, a chunk of the fan base that has wanted you gone over the course of the last stretch of years, even though you continue to have winning season after winning season after winning season. If you're Mike Tomlin, at some point, you just say, especially knowing right now that you've got some pretty good names out there for a head coach, you might tell me, you say, you know what? I'm done with Pittsburgh. I'm out of here. Or do you, does he still consider it to be the best job on the planet? You know, I've heard some people throw that theory out there. Like, is he just frustrated with it? Does he not want to deal with the whole quarterback situation, which again is of his own doing to a certain extent? Um, I can see that line of thinking, but I, I more so lean towards the line of thinking, which is Mike Tomlin who now all of a sudden is the most tenured coach in the NFL, has gone from being sort of the young wonderkin, right, who shocked everybody by going to a Super Bowl in his second year, to he's the old ball coach now. And the dude still loves being around football, even if the players get increasingly younger and frustrating for him to deal with, you know, i.e. George Pickens. Um, He still loves being around the game. And I can't foresee him... Uh, short of, you know, being told, much like Chuck Knoll was, I'll make a Steelers analogy, way back in the day, 35 years ago, Chuck Knoll was pulled aside by the Rooney family and said, hey, things have not worked here for a few years. you got to clean house. Clean out all your assistants and hire some new ones. And he said, no, thank you. I think I'm done here. And he hung them up. Uh, unless they were to do something like that with Mike Tomlin, which they're not anywhere close to being on the verge of, I can't see him deciding to walk away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chris, when the Steelers came up here for the regular season last time they did, um, they won. And a couple things from mm-hmm. that game, I think one thing that would go a long, long way, special teams touchdown for the Steelers. And yes, the special teams won the game for the Bills in part uh, against Miami, but the Bills special teams have been a little uh, sketchy here this season. But my question is actually about uh, another big part of that win in week one a few years ago. Uh, T.J. Watt was just a monster that game. How will the Steelers compensate for the loss of Watt this week? Well, look, I think we're all probably a little bit more confident in Marcus Golden and Nick Herbig as backups at the edge rusher position than we would be in other backups they've had in previous years. But that doesn't change the fact that you don't replace T.J. Watt. Like They may go out of their way to bring pressures from different areas, maybe bring some faux pressure at certain spots to see if they can rush Josh Allen into some bad judgments and mistakes with the football. But there's just no way to replicate what T.J. Watt does. So with that being said, guys, that's a huge hurdle. Alex Highsmith can provide some chaos in the backfield, but he's not going to be able to do nearly as much without T.J. Watt on the other side of the ball. Again, maybe they decide to to bring some different pressures, cook up some different blitzes or – just try to, to, to work Allen into some pretzels, some brain pretzels, and make some mistakes. But 
that's going to be increasingly hard to do when you don't have number 90 chasing you down. You know, earlier this week, Chris, Sean McDermott actually referenced the last time these two teams were on the same field together, which was the preseason. <laughs> and it was one-sided. It was ugly. The Bills looked so bad that, that Sean McDermott put most of his starters out there in, in the last week of the preseason just to get the stink off of them from the Pittsburgh performance. Yeah. And what was memorable about that preseason game, and it was the preseason, it was meaningless, but... It was a physicality that Pittsburgh had that just dominated Buffalo. So I I guess I'm asking, knowing these two teams, specifically Pittsburgh and what you've seen of Buffalo, who has the edge in terms of physical play? Because I know both coaches say they want to play a physical brand of football, but who really has the more physical team to your eyes? I'll be honest, and I don't want to sound like a homer here, guys. I do think the Steelers have that edge, even, you know, albeit ever so slightly. I think, again, whether it's because of the weather or because of the game plan that each of these teams comes into Sunday with, regardless of weather, I think it's going to come down to run game versus run game. I don't think, you know, in the Steelers' case, they don't want to have to put anything on Mason Rudolph's shoulders. They like him enough, but they don't want to be down by 10 at halftime and having to chase this game in the second half. If they are, then more than likely the bills run away with this thing and, 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 you know, spend the latter half of the fourth quarter covering that 10 point spread Um, for the bills. I have to think, you know, if they're able to just lean into that run game and not get away from it, you know, let's say they look up and it's the middle of the third quarter and they're only up by a field goal or a touchdown. They can't panic. They've got to lean into James cook. I think lean into those tight ends who, Despite the Steelers getting a Landon Roberts back at inside linebacker and Minka Fitzpatrick back at safety, DeMonte KZ back from suspension after that hit on Michael Pittman, are still soft in the middle of the defense. They've got to lean into their tight ends. They've got to lean into James Cook. I think they do that. It then loosens things up for maybe the occasional deep shot, again, weather permitting. And I think it just makes the Bills' offense that much more diverse. But both offenses have to start by dominating the line of scrimmage. And I still do give the Steelers, like I said, ever so slight an edge in that department. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So, Chris, if you can put your BetQL hat on here, and and knowing Mm -hmm. that there's going to be weather to what degree we don't know, but there's going to be wind, which is going to make things kind of tricky for points. Ten points? Danger and I are agreement. That seems like too much. Although now I put on the brakes here. Is that... 
<laughs> smart people in Vegas saying, hey, um, yeah, come bet the Steelers in these points. We really, really like you to. Well, yeah, I, I think it's a bit of a sucker's bet in that they know Steeler fans especially are looking for hope or Steelers betters are looking for hope. And then all of a sudden you have the weather reports roll in and well, it's, there's no way they're going to cover 10 in the weather. I kind of tend to agree with all that. I hate to say I'm varying from the sharps here and the books, but I, I just have a hard time believing again, the only script where they cover the 10, in my opinion, is they get ahead and they stay ahead all day and never look back and just step on the gas in, in the bills. Uh, my bet personally would be Steelers plus double digits or nothing. I wouldn't be comfortable not knowing what the weather is going to be like going into this thing. Because again, to, to the point you guys made earlier, it, it could be sunny at one o'clock and by two thirty we could have a blizzard, right? Because the, the wind just changes direction. So I'm not comfortable at all, even waiting until kickoff to make a bet on this thing, unless it's Steelers double digits or absolutely nothing. Chris, we made the observation earlier, and I know Gene was going to ask you about Kenny Pickett on the depth chart. Yeah. The, the, the idea that he's still listed as one on yeah. the depth chart, even though he's not going to be starting in this game. What is the future for Kenny Pickett? I mean, we've we've gone as far as to say he feels like a bust, man. I mean, it just doesn't feel like yeah. that's going to work out, and it would have been a great story because you got a hometown kid there that, that played in Pittsburgh, that loves Pittsburgh, that's you know playing for the Steelers as their franchise quarterback, but man, it just doesn't feel like he's up to that. Is he up up to that what's next for the Steelers uh, at quarterback here moving forward well you know if Mike Tomlin does remain in place and again like I said I fully expect that to be the case uh, going into next season I, I they're going to bring back Kenny Pickett and he's going to be the number one um, unless Mason Rudolph decides to do what I don't think anybody expects him to do and say oh yeah thanks for for holding me down for the last four years guys uh, I'll, I'll battle it out with this underwhelming first round pick for another training camp and see if I can win the job yet again. Uh, I suspect Rudolph will go off and find a gig somewhere else, whether as a starter or a one B sort of a break glass in case of emergency kind of number two backup somewhere. And they're going to roll with Kenny Pickett in the next year. The one thing about Mike Tomlin, another thing that some people and rightfully so uh, have a gripe with him about is that he and the organization as a whole really they don't understand the value of sunk cost. They will double down on mistakes just to try and work through them. And, you know, you may say it's stubbornly trying to prove that they're right. In some cases, they just want to believe that they can push past the obstacle and make the best of the situation. Um, I think that's what we're going to end up seeing with Kenny Pickett. I get hammered for it all the time here in town because I'm a Penn State guy. and People think I dislike Kenny Pickett because I'm a Penn State guy and he's a pit guy. Nothing could be farther from the truth. I'd love to see this guy succeed, but much like you and most people around the country, it's starting to become fairly evident that he's not that dude. Um, and I'd like to see them acknowledge that sooner rather than later. I'd have no problem going into next year with maybe Rudolph as the one, Pickett as the two, and you find yourself a draft pick, but I really doubt that that's the direction they'll go. So I would, it, it, that, that's what feeds into Mike Tomlin leaving Pickett number one on the depth chart. They don't yet want to hurt the feelings of the first-round draft pick. They'd like to still keep his psyche as intact as possible. Yeah, hurting feelings. That's not all. <laughs> that's not where you want to be. Um, Chris, I'm looking at this wildcard weekend, and we can't say uh, you know there are a few uh, road favorites in this game. So I'll ask the question this way. I, give me one upset here of all these matchups. Oh, geez. Um, let's see. You know, I guess if I have to go with one, 
it would be the Rams, he said, question mark. But yeah. the Rams, uh, uh, th- that game is a, a total toss-up for me. I know a lot of people are leaning L.A. in that one because of Detroit's defense. Uh, and I think when we talk about, you know, psychic injuries, I think Detroit's been suffering one really that they haven't been able to get over since that loss to the Cowboys. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they go into this one with their heads hanging in the woe is us. It's, it's everybody in the NFL is against the Lions. Or if they come into this with that sort of Dan Campbell mentality of, no, we really are going to bounce back from this, bite your kneecaps off and plow through the Rams and move on to Dallas. You know, before the season started, they had the Niners representing the NFC in uh, the Super Bowl. But given the way it's gone right now, am I crazy for thinking the Rams could represent the NFC in the Super Bowl once again? I don't think that's totally crazy. I, I just I, I know this is not a popular sentiment, but I have a hard time seeing anything slowing the Cowboys down until they get to San Francisco. Like, I think we may be due for one of those classic Cowboys Niners NFC championship games. Um, that we haven't had in forever, but really, I mean, when we were growing up, felt yeah. like it was pretty regular. You know, you'd get it every every year or every other year during the Switzer and Johnson administrations coming off of the the, the Walsh administration in San Francisco. So I, I, I totally expect that to be the conference championship matchup in the NFC. Nothing against the Rams. I just have my questions about, uh, if they do run into a quality secondary, how much damage they can do with Cup and Nakua. We're talking to Chris Mack, who you can hear on the BetQL network, also 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. So, Chris, uh, the news of today, get your reaction here. And for us here in Western New York, wow, this has been uh, just, just a different world, not having to worry about the Patriots. Uh, and yeah. now they're going to have this complete makeover. Bill Belichick, could he end up on a team that right now does not have a head coaching vacancy? You know, that's one way to look at it. I mean, you, you, you scan the league and you ask yourself who's willing to throw a head coach out to take a swing at Belichick. Um, I don't know how many spots there are around the league where they look at it and say, it would have to be a spot, I guess, where they feel like they're just this far away, right? Like it, they look at it and say, well, we feel like we have m- most of the right players in place. We just need a guy who can bring it all together. If you're in rebuild mode, Belichick's not the guy. Because, to be honest, I don't know how much longer he's going to coach. Like, he breaks Shula's record, and then he might be done. Uh, I, I, you know, it might be another three years for Belichick, and he says, okay, I've done everything I need to do. I took a swing at it with a different organization, and I either did or did not accomplish my goals. Um, I really think the place that makes the, the most sense right now and I know everybody said the Chargers, the place that makes the most sense to me right now, given the ownership situation, uh, is Atlanta. I, I mean, you've got an owner in Arthur Blank who, somewhat similar to Robert Kraft, has a pretty strong hand on the organization as a whole, but needs somebody who can come in and kind of put things together with some offensive talent there, even if they don't have the quarterback. Their defense improved a little bit in the back third of the season. That would be the one spot that I would look at because Washington doesn't make a ton of sense and you never know if the Chargers are willing to spend the money. What about the Cowboys? If McCarthy can't beat Green Bay or if the exit doesn't go the way Jerry Jones likes, we know there's a relationship there and, and you've certainly got the talent on that roster to be competing for a Super Bowl. You, you think Belichick to Dallas could be something? Or, or even further, if you want to stay in the NFC East, if Sirianni loses on Monday night, does Philadelphia wow. make a run? That's a wild idea, the Philadelphia one. But I, I kind of look at both of those places as 
you know, what more do you want from these guys? And, you know, that, that, that's step one for both of those spots is, is there going to be an opening? And I think in Philadelphia, it's a matter of the Eagles looking at it and saying, okay, uh, we had, a, we had a, a down season uh, doing some part to injury, doing some part to our head coach screwing up the de- defensive coordinator position. Sure, that's worth acknowledging. But we're willing to give him an opportunity to bounce back from it, given the amount of talent that we've accumulated. In Dallas, I think if McCarthy is able to get to an NFC championship game, Jerry, you know, who's I don't think never been fully in love with Mike, probably starts to fall in love with Mike. And I, I don't think there's any reason to believe, short of Dallas falling on their face this weekend, I don't think there's any reason to believe that McCarthy's seat is even the slightest bit warm. So I, I, it would be something to see Belichick in either one of those two spots. Yeah. I love the theories behind them, but I, I just don't see it happening. Chris, uh, tell everybody uh, where they can get more of your content, what time the show on BeckQL is, all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. At the Chris Mack on Twitter, threads, Instagram, all that good stuff. And of course, uh, on the BeckQL network, I'll be on this Sunday morning. Uh, from 8 to 11, we will have Bet MGM game day. Get you ready for the Sunday games and the Monday nighter. And looking back on the Saturday playoff games. And tonight on the Odyssey Sports YouTube channel, we'll have the latest edition of BetQLU as well. Looking back at the Saban uh, resigning, looking at Michigan and what happens with Jim Harbaugh and touching on some big college hoops games this weekend. Now, Chris, well. I don't know how often you uh, go into the the Odyssey facilities. I don't know if it's an everyday thing or if it's a once-a-week thing or if mm-hmm. you're doing most of your work remotely, but you've got somebody that we have uh, connections with. She's she's a yinzer to begin with, uh, but she did spend a good amount of time here in Rochester, and I know she's roaming the hallways there. If you see Susie Cool, oh, will, will you give she's her... right down the hall. Yeah. I had a conversation with her this morning. Good. Give her our best. Tell her that she's missed in Rochester. We love her. Will do. Absolutely. We got her now, so we're not letting her go. Awesome. <laughs> Chris, Thanks, appreciate Chris. the time as always, bud. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. You got Thank it. Chris Mack, 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. Hold the time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because I thought she went to – what happened? I, I I missed a beat here. I know she went to Lehigh Valley. Yeah. She ended up in Pittsburgh. She's in Pittsburgh. Oh. Yeah, she's working in Pittsburgh. She's, she's she's in the family, Gino. You could probably send her an email direct from your Odyssey account right I now. I had no idea. Uh-huh. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. She's doing some work there, I think, at uh, The Fan and also at KDKA. Who you referenced earlier? So. Yeah, so KDKA to kind of back this up because people are like, "Why? What game?" Would-? No, uh, let me be clear because sometimes you listen, but you only half listen. Okay, there's nothing to say that we're hearing anything about the game being moved, like the game was moved to Detroit you know, years ago. There's some reporter from KDKA, I don't even want to source him, who's saying that he's hearing the game will be moved to Cleveland if there's a state of emergency. Okay. The timing of this does not suggest state of emergency. We have not heard anything like that. There's no Bills reporter reporting anything like that. There's no news reporter reporting anything like that. If there is something like that, we will tell you. Of course. I, I just laugh. I just think to myself, it's going to, if it's going to snow, I think we're equipped. I know that, that a massive amount of snow makes life a little bit more challenging if it happens in advance of kickoff, then there'll be the plea for, hey, help this us clean out the stadium. It is and- great because you know what? It gets in their head. Get in your head. It got in the Cowboys' head. Don't tell tell me it didn't get in Jerry Jones and everybody. Well, the weather. Uh, yeah. Really? Nobody wants to come to Western New York in January. Nobody. Even Pittsburgh. I love it. Great stuff from Chris Mack. Appreciate him giving the time uh, this afternoon and, and getting us prepared for Pittsburgh as they come in 
to take on the Bills Sunday afternoon in what may be a weather game. We'll find out. Some takes on tap next in the sports ball. This season, would it shock you that the Bills are on one of the best runs of all time? Well, that's to be determined, but I will put into context what the Buffalo Bills have done here in December, now in January, and where this this can possibly go. And I've got a fun non-sports take here, Danger, that, um, yeah, have you ever heard of public domain? Mm-hmm. Like things, yeah, we we know this, of course. Yeah, you, you're in this business. We can't play things that are copyrighted, and I just think it's kind of funny that one of these things now has just entered public domain. Um, I've got my list of the top five NFL head coaches of all time. Because today, with Bill Belichick stepping down, you will hear more than enough people say the greatest of all time. And I'm going to tell you why he is not the greatest of all time. So this, to be clear... This is not a new take. You've said this before, but now you're going to rank where Bill Belichick actually is, and I'm curious about this. Yeah, I'm going to put him on the list. Uh, I'll tell you my top five uh, head coaches, NFL head coaches of all time. And I have a non-sports take as well. I want to check in on on all of y'all and your New Year's resolutions and offer a suggestion for how you can set a tone. We'll get to that and more next. I'll drink to that is coming up. Plus, we'll be joined by Maggie Gray from Maggie and Perloff coming up here in the 4 o'clock hour as well. Stay in the sports bar. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia on 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 